faith is a custom made walk. It's not a one size fits all. If you actually read the scripture, you'll notice there are no two people, two human beings that had a similar spiritual walk with the Father. Everyone was different. Different trials, different tribulations, different ministry, different crowd, different purpose. And if everyone in the scripture had a different ministry, different faith walk, different purpose, where do you get the idea that all of us share the same spiritual walk, that all of us need to be fed the same thing, that all of us need to hear the same message, need to do the same thing, need to have the same type of role in the kingdom. Where do you get that? That's unscriptural. We don't all have the same trials, we don't have the same tribulations, we don't have the same testing, and we don't have the same faith. Don't read about Abraham, see that God asked him to sacrifice his son, allegedly, and then you go out and sacrifice your son. God did not ask you to sacrifice your son. You are not Abraham. Don't just read something that was told to someone else and go do it. You don't do it with the doctors, do you? You stumble upon a prescription or a medical guidance telling someone to take some this and that, and then you go, ooh, I'll take some this and that. It wasn't meant for you. It's a custom-made diagnosis, very specific for that individual, not for you. Abraham was given the prescription to do the binding of Yitzchak because of who he was, because of his purpose, because of his walk with the Lord, and because of the amount of faith that he already had based on his relationship with the Lord. I mentioned in our Torah study, if you haven't listened, on our YouTube channel, Abraham had a relationship already. He received a miraculous baby when he was a hundred. His wife, 90, beyond the age of childbearing. He knew God could raise him from the dead. He knew God gave him a miraculous child, impossible child. So why would he not trust the Lord, especially after all the covenants that they have already made? The circumcision, the Brit Ben Abtarim. They've already made so many covenants, so many interactions together. Abraham had faith. And yet, one important detail that you'll notice is that Sarah is mentioned nowhere near the story of the binding of Yitzchak. You notice that? It wasn't her trial. She wasn't even there. She didn't even know. And that's a good thing, because I'm sure she would have been like, no, no, my baby, my baby. But it wasn't her trial. It wasn't up to her. It wasn't her testing. It was Abraham. If Sarah, his wife, wasn't involved in the testing of Abraham and the banning of Yitzchak, why do you think that you have to be? It's not for you. God does not require from you what he requires from anyone and everyone else. Each person is unique. God 
does not walk an assembly line. God custom-made the universe and every soul in it. Sure, we have some similarities. After all, we all share the same type of DNA. Yet each individual is different. We have a different nose, different eyes, different fingerprints. And, of course, a different faith. So you have to understand that. And when you walk with the Lord, don't look at what other people are doing, thinking that's what you should be doing. No. You should be talking to the Lord and let Him tell you what you should be doing. But the problem is you don't want to do that because you don't really believe in God. You don't trust in God. You don't have faith in God, which faith is synonym for trust, by the way. To say you believe in God and not trust in Him, well, that's a lie. You don't believe in God. How can you believe in God? You say He is God and you don't trust Him. That's a contradiction. Believing is trust. You say you believe in me, what does that mean? Yeah, I believe in you. So you trust me? No. Well, so how do you believe in me exactly? You believe I exist? <laughs> what, what, what is that? How can you believe in God and not have faith? It is impossible to please God without faith because first you have to believe He exists and you have to trust Him. Abraham's trust was counted unto him as righteousness. Not the fact that he said he believes in God, like so many of you do. I believe in God. So, the demons believe and tremble. What, do you think that's going to get you anywhere? Where's your trust? And God will test you according to your faith, not mine. See, I was tested. Herzl was tested. Each and every one of you will be tested. Otherwise, how would God know that you really trust Him? Do you really think that God will trust you? <laughs> I don't trust you, and you think God will? He knows you more than I know you, and He knows just how pathetic and miserable and deceitful you all are. Why should God trust any of us unless we are thoroughly tested in the furnace and the crucible? After all, we do know. The furnace is for gold, the crucible for silver, but Adonai, Adonai tests what? The heart. You have to be tested. You have to be. You have all kind of stuff inside of you. Have to be tested. And your testing will be unique to you, to what you can endure, to what you are able to handle, to carry. And you have to be willing. And you have to do it with joy and gladness and understanding because God will test you and if he does not like what he sees it's over for you see testing doesn't really change you as much as it exposes you and Herzl and I spoke about it yesterday the devil doesn't change you the devil exposes you the joker he exposes you he just encourages you to do what you already want to do it doesn't make you want to do it. He just exposes you. It's like Borat in the movie Borat, right? He goes around people acting stupid. He, he wants to expose the people who already are stupid and give them encouragement to do what they already want to do, to expose them. Well, after all, if you want to sleep with the girl, you're not saying anything because you're afraid what people might think. And then somebody else says, hey, man, look at that girl, isn't she? And then you go, oh, yeah, yeah, I've been planning. I've been, uh, see, he exposed you. He didn't make you want to do it. He just gave you that little nudge to expose the wickedness you already had in your heart. 
See, and God wants to expose the, hopefully, righteousness in your heart, but we all know that's not the case, do we? <laughs> and yet you have to be tested so, you, so that you have an opportunity to prove yourself faithful, to show yourself approved. The testing is inevitable. The results, well, we'll see. That's up to you, really. God doesn't force you one way or another. That's up to you. You have a free will and nobody's going to take it away from you. But don't think you know what your testing is going to be like by looking at someone else. Because that's not yours. That's someone else's. You are unique. And God will test you according to His purpose, according to His plan, according to His blueprint of you. So get ready. Because... It's testing season, and you are next. Hallelujah.
Yes. 